Welcome! This is the creative process for BC people. We are your hosts, Stephanie and Karina. If you find yourself with tons of ideas and projects, but also have a busy schedule and a hectic life, this is the podcast for you. Stress no more, my friends. We're here in this together. We're here to share our stories, complemented with tips and advice to thrive in your creative journey while still taking care of your other responsibilities. We hope that this podcast encourages you to explore and expand your creativity. Please take a moment to follow our podcast on Instagram at the.creativeprocesspod where you can see what happens from behind the scenes. It's finally Friday, so sit back and enjoy this new episode with us. Welcome back, friends. Hello, hello. I am I was just so distracted <laughs> earlier because the weather is soon going to be changing. Yes. Pi Day is coming on March 14th, which mm-hmm. is also the same day as Daylight Savings. Which is also the- my husband's birthday. Yes. And for those of you who don't know what Pi Day is, it's just a whole giant mathematical celebration of Pi. 3.14. The more you know. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Stephanie, we have discussed many things in our previous episodes. In our last episode, like you just pointed out, it was about distractions um, and just things that, small things that add up, right, and become this huge distraction in our way that prevent us from getting things completed. Um, but this episode is different. This episode, I think it's more like a casual conversation between the two of us and just opening ourselves to the world and the listeners to hear our stories because today we're going to be talking about waiting. And I think Ugh. waiting is such a challenging topic because who likes to wait, really? No one likes waiting. I don't like waiting. Yeah. I feel that Tim and I, our relationship is the definition of waiting. We waited to get married. We had to wait to buy our home. I had to wait to get a new job. And you would think that we're super patient people, but we're not. When it comes to the creative process, we have we as creatives have to wait too. And before we jump into it, I was thinking, you were saying, oh, you would think we're patient people and we're not. But honestly, I feel like our generation and even the younger generation, they don't they don't do well in the waiting period, especially because now these days everything is so fast and you can easily access your phone and get food. You can get your groceries. You can get an Uber. You can go. On, yeah, you can go online and search for anything. You don't even need Two to go to the library. Shipping. Yeah, yes. there you go. Amazon Prime <laughs> has changed our world for the good way, maybe. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, you're used to just ordering things online and getting them in the, in the same maybe two days or the same week. Um, or even the same day, depending on what it is. Exactly. So I think our society is built differently. I mean, our society now these days is different than the society where our parents or our grandparents were living in, right? Um, I think that generation knew how to wait and were a little bit more patient than our generation and their younger generation that's coming just because again now these days everything is so fast it's so easy to to access this world of information and products and it makes it challenging because not everything in life functions that in that same rhythm not everything in life will come as fast or quick as your groceries as your DoorDash, as your uber things sometimes take a long time 
to happen. And like you were saying, you and Tim, you needed to wait to get married, to get your house. Yeah, life changing events or life or things that are meaningful in life sometimes will take a lot longer than you expected. Do you remember as a child when the cereal box, like say your favorite cereal would have like, oh, send in five box tops so you can get this awesome prize. Yeah, I remember that. And then the shipping was eight to 16 weeks delivery. <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. And by that time, you completely forgot about what you had it mailed off for it's like a surprise right you're like oh i didn't even remember that this was happening and now that you pointed at the cereal i also remember my mom was actually one of the first subscribers for netflix when netflix was still a thing in like the mail in dvds yeah the yes. dvds you order your movie you can order as many movies as you like within the month but you cannot order all of them at once, right? You have to watch one and then you have to return it and then you can get your next one. And yeah, it will take about a week or so for us to receive the next DVD. It, now it's insane how we have Netflix on our, in our TV and you can just <laughs> watch whatever you want and multiple people can watch it at the same time on their same account. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so anyway. So much <laughs> delivery things. We could go down memory lane. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And again, the society is it's now constructed in a way that it kind of allows allows you to think that everything will come to your hands quickly and that waiting is bad. Waiting is unnecessary. Waiting is just going to hold you down. And that's not necessarily the case, especially in the creative process, in your life journey. Sometimes waiting it's actually going to give you this huge reward and you're going to look back and say, yeah, that was worth the wait. Um, but Stephanie, you were going to share with us things that we can be waiting for in our creative journey. Yes. So I would like to share with you this quote by Austin Cleon and it says, pay attention to the rhythms and cycles of your creative output and learn to be patient in the off season. Mm. As a creative person, we are waiting for so many things. We are either waiting for inspiration. We are waiting for sales. If we have shops and so on, we are waiting for clients. If we're freelancing, we're waiting to gain more followers. So hopefully that we're gaining a better reach or e we're even waiting to reach that next level in our talents. Mm. And, Sometimes within reaching that next level within our talent, our skills and our talents, there's a period where we would feel that we suck. It's going to be straight out. You just, just straight, you feel bad about it. But this is what I mean by paying attention to the rhythms and the cycles and being patient in the off season. And by being patient in the off season, let's, let me give you an example. Let's say... You have just written a manuscript during National Novel Writing Month in November, NaNoWriMo. And it's a great manuscript. You finished it. You're done. The story's clean. It's clear and precise and has all the dramatics and twists and turns. And it keeps the audience engaged. And then come time, let's say June, 
And let's say you had your friends and your family read and they're like, oh, yeah, this book is great. This book is great. When are you going to come out with your next one? Like, when are you going to make another short story? And you're like, yeah, I'll make another, I'll make another one mm-hmm. eventually. Someday. But Someday. But you, that inspiration, that motivation, that 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 cycle is just going slow. It's like the wind has been taken out of your sails. Now we're in that slow doldrums kind of period of creativity in the ocean of creativity. I'm using so many metaphors right now. I know you're just going <laughs> deep. I'm like, okay, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do to be actively patient while we're in that off season? Well, before we go into that, I actually wanted to break down a little bit of uh, break down the things that you mentioned a little bit. You you did say that you can be waiting for inspiration. Um, and you were just describing the story about the, the person who wrote the novel. Um, Stephanie, have you feel that way before? Like when you are kind of like stuck in a season and you're just waiting for inspiration to happen? Because I feel like I have, especially in the past, um, before I had my Etsy shop, I, I was just dedicated to drawing. Um, I did feel that way a lot. And we talk about this in our previous season. When we did, we don't know exactly what to do. We're stuck, and we talk about the Inktober challenge and things like that. Lo and um, behold, the creative block. Yes, the creative block. Yeah. So, have you experienced that before? All the time. All the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. <laughs> all the time. Like all the it's, time. It's normal, right? It's very, very normal. Right. I will be doing artwork for a, a children's book, and someone's like, "Yeah, I want to convey this mood," and I'm just staring at my screen like, mm. "How?" Right. How am I going to convey this mood? How am I going to convey this emotion? All the other pieces, look, all the other pages look phenomenal. And I'm like, and I'm just stuck like on the cover art, essentially. Mm. Like the inside of the book looks great. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. Everything was so planned out and well thought. And we're like, cover. <laughs> what do we do? Right. And. <laughs> I think it's okay for us to sometimes wait for the inspiration to occur. And again, we wanna we don't want to convey the message that waiting is bad, that waiting is unnecessary. I feel like sometimes it's actually a most needed space for us to just sit and wait. I think that's sometimes required and important. Um, but if you're just waiting for inspiration to occur, I actually encourage you to go out and seek or try to find that inspiration somewhere else. If you're stuck in your home and you don't feel inspired at all, I highly recommend you to either watch either a movie or a play or something that just inspires you to do something different. And if you are in a much warmer weather than us, you can go outside, take a walk, find inspiration in nature. We talked about this previously, just having a creative reset, right? And, and set up the environment for, for your process to, to happen. Um, but yes, sometimes waiting for something to happen and just sitting there, that's not necessarily going <laughs> to help no. the case, right? You sometimes I have like, to move, act. I just had this little thing pop into my mind. I like to think of waiting as fertilizer. Okay. Now, I say this because when you're growing... You're inspired, you're moving, you're going forward. But when nothing really is superly occurring, 
give yourself a little bit of fertilizer. That fertilizer is going to go into the soil and give your, let's say your brain, Mm -hmm. your spirit, the nutrients it needs to get inspired. And you know what happens after you fertilize things? It blooms even bigger. And and that's actually the perfect segue for the next point that you brought up, which is the sales, the clients, the followers. Um, sometimes it's hard because we, we post something on Instagram, say a drawing, a new piece of jewelry, whatever it is that you would like to create. And you're just waiting for, for people to appreciate what you just posted, right? People people's feedback i don't know what it is that sometimes that's so meaningful and important for us the creatives right um but yeah sometimes the waiting can be kind of uncomfortable too because you you know that you it's something that you created so good and somehow you're not receiving that feedback that you were expecting or you were not seeing the sales that you were hoping um so that the pain, the waiting can be painful. The waiting sometimes can be uncomfortable. And I think that's actually a necessary process to go through. And now going a little deeper, and um, just thinking about life-changing events and things that have happened to me personally or in my family, sometimes I feel like the things that we want the most, the things that we're like super eager to achieve or experience, those take time to happen to 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 realize to just become a thing and the things that we're not actively seeking those things that we are like oh okay yeah if that happens that's good it's not like we're dying for it to happen those things actually some ironically um happen a lot easier and it doesn't require a lot of waiting it just happens yeah, sometimes just naturally and i feel like life is funny in that sense because isn't it interesting that that one thing that you're waiting anxiously for the most sometimes requires years and years of waiting and maybe that other thing that you were not as excited about just happens right you're like well okay that's good but that's not quite the thing that I really wanted to to happen and and that could be a promotion in your job that could be like Stephanie mentioned um buying your dream house your your home uh finding your partner having kids or I don't know, finding a new job, a new opportunity, a new contract, whatever it is, right? That one thing that you are just like dying for it to to occur and it's just not happening. What do we do with that energy, that frustration? Because it really becomes a frustration, right? You, you feel like you're stuck and you're just like kind of like helpless in that sense. You cannot do anything about it, but just wait, Steph, have you felt like that before? Because that happens to me a lot. It happens to me so many times. Um, even like if I'm waiting for, say, for example, I'm waiting for a new job. I'm waiting to get that response saying like, yeah, come in for the interview or yeah, you got the job or yeah, maybe not. But and then let's say your friend, you have a friend or a colleague who's also going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then they get it first. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> and you're like, I want to be happy for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be jealous, but my soul feels jealous. My 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 spirit, my flesh, my flesh feels jealous. And when I say flesh, it's like your worldly self. It's like, I just want to be full of jealousy, rage, but mm-hmm. I also want to be happy for you because we've both been struggling. Right. And we're human beings. It's normal. It's natural to feel all the emotions. And Steph, a a while back, we were talking about this because I actually love this podcast that I listen to. It's called uh, Out of the Ordinary by Lisa Joe and Christy Purifoy. 
uh, Lisa Joe is a great friend of mine from from church, and now she goes to another church, but we're still staying in contact. And she had an episode with her daughter, who's eight years old, and she was sharing her experience and her story about waiting for a puppy. Right? Do you remember yes, that episode? Yes, I remember that episode because she wanted a puppy since she could like actively just talk and express her emotions she was like i want a puppy i want a puppy and her parents were like no we're never gonna get a dog please stop asking for a puppy and then last year when pandemic happened they changed their minds and they told her that they were gonna get a puppy but it's funny because the, the, that process took a lot longer than they anticipated and they they had to wait months and months to adopt a puppy and I remember sharing this with you I'm like Stephanie is, isn't it crazy that she's an eight-year-old and she can express and formulate her words and frustrations in very nice sentences but I feel like her like that happens to me too sometimes I'm waiting for that one thing I'm like god when is this gonna happen I feel like I've been waiting forever and I, I am starting to get frustrated and I am starting to lose faith and I'm starting to forget the promise that you have for me like I'm now going really deep but it's normal it's it's okay to feel frustrated it's okay to to cry or get angry but what it's your not emo- okay yeah your emotions are valid right what it's not okay is to stay that way that's yes. that's my point and and that was the next thing that that we had like what can we do when we're waiting hi friends i just wanted to talk to you about my handmade products that you can find available in my small business shop in Etsy. You can find me at karinanegrondesigns.etsy.com or my Instagram karina.negron.designs where you can find handmade jewelry, natural soap bars, zipper pouches, and botanical artwork. So go check it out and support small businesses. Hi everyone, Stephanie here. Over the break, I created my first Skillshare class on creating greeting cards for beginners. If you're not familiar with Skillshare, it's essentially the Netflix of learning new skills. In my class, I will teach you how to make two greeting cards, and I will also share with you my tips and techniques, such as envelope lining, stamping, and heat embossing. And the best part is, there's no prior experience required. Interested? Visit my Instagram at amusedsteph and click on the link in the bio. With that link, you will have access to my class for an entire month free of charge. Not only is it an awesome opportunity, but you can also learn a new skill at the same time. Simply visit my Instagram page at AmusedSteph and click the link in the bio. Yeah, what can we do as we're in this journey that sometimes is, is uncomfortable and painful? Yes, I would like to call it being, once again, proactive. We also said that in our previous episode, just being proactive with the decisions that we're making. Mm-hmm. So while you're waiting for that new inspiration or that new sort of motivation, that little drive to like kick you to keep, to keep going. Um, like Karina had said, go out and take a walk, go search for your inspiration. Cause if we continue to wait for that inspiration to hit us every time, it's going to take us either way longer to move forward, or we're not going to be in the place where we are also planning for ourselves to be in. Mm. Going back to the manuscript, the the author, while the author is waiting for inspiration, what can they do to be more proactive about for their next book? Go back and visit some of your old work. Mm, that's good. Like, I went back and I saw some of the drawings that I did as a child. Mm. The comics that I did as a child. 
those make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, they make sense for a sh- for. They make sense <laughs> when I was you. like yeah. seven. <laughs> Fun fact: It's like from going back to some of those like old comics and stuff. I found a portion, or I found like I was inspired to do a part of a story arc for when I start developing my video game. Because just finding little sections that I can do within my main story, I'm like, how do I, like, where do I go? Where do I start? Hmm. Yeah, go back, revisit your old work. Um, Just go back and clear your mind, enjoy nature, yoga, meditation, taking walks, talking Mm -hmm. to other people, seeing what other people, see, reading books, looking at so much things, Pinterest. I mean, I've seen many other artists have, who are in a creative block and they go to Pinterest and they'll just draw outfits of the day that other influencers or models are wearing. They're like, yeah, I didn't have anything to draw. So I just drew this outfit. I thought it was cute. And then that involves into something else. Go figure. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about this. If you, let's say you finish a project and we were talking about projects in our previous episode. Let's say you finally overcome those distractions. You're done. You, you finished that huge task that was ahead of you, now is behind you, and now you're just waiting for the next project to happen. Maybe if you are a freelance um, artist, and you're just waiting for someone to come to you, and maybe nothing. Maybe you're not hearing from anyone. What do you do while you're waiting? I would recommend to not necessarily wait for that next project. Maybe create a project because you just want to create your project, not because somebody asked you to do it, right? Um, just do something for the fun of it, for pure enjoyment and this is something that my husband is always telling me he's like Karina don't do this for the people do it for you do it because you like to do these things and everything that I did and I will share this in a later episode but everything that I'm doing now started just as a hobby right because I really just wanted to to learn and do it and grow and sometimes I forget that and as I'm waiting for sales or I'm just waiting for clients and I'm waiting for someone to to request my my service to make a portrait and maybe it's been a week and I haven't received any sales or hear from anyone, what do I do with that energy and that frustration? Well, I actually learned that if I'm just waiting, I just keep creating. I keep doing things just because I enjoy them, not necessarily because I want to sell them or share them. I just want to Keep, be- keep being busy at these things that I like to do and that I enjoy. So I always keep <laughs> have my husband in, in my mind thinking, like saying those words like, Karina, do this for yourself. Do it because you like to do this. Do not wait for people to come to you. Just Those things will come second-handed, by second nature. The followers will come. The sales will come. The people the asking for your service. Come. Yeah, yep. those things will come. Um, they might take a little longer and that's okay, right? That's what we're just discussing. That's part of waiting. But if you're enjoying the process, if you if you just do this because you like to do it and you're learning and you just want to keep growing, I think that's the most rewarding aspect of things. That way the waiting won't feel as uncomfortable. So yeah, all of these, some of the things that we have shared are, also, are really great for waiting within the creative process. But we can also apply this waiting to our everyday lives. Karina, would you like to share? <laughs> I have so many things. And I'm sure you do too. And everybody who's listening is probably thinking about that one thing or many things that they're still like that waiting journey. For me, um, 
I don't I don't have a problem sharing this with with our listeners. I have several things that my husband and I have been in this journey for quite some time, and one of them is to feel like we finally settled down, that we can find a, a, our dream house, our home, with the space that we need for our family, and establish our roots. And it's like a desire that's always burning inside our hearts. Um, maybe because we we moved from Puerto Rico so long ago. Well, it feels like so long ago. It's been now almost seven years. And we feel like we still haven't settled down. We have moved so many times in these past seven years. We moved, what, six, seven times already? So from Puerto Rico to Baltimore... And within Baltimore, Baltimore, we moved many, 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 many times. Many times in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. And then and to sa- the Savage Jessup area. Right. So we, in, in our hearts, it's like, God, we really just want to settle down and say, like, this is it. This is our home, right? For the rest of our lives, or at least for the next decade or so. Mm, um, yes. And that's just one of the biggest things that we feel like we've been in this journey and we're just waiting. Why? Well, we, we felt we first want to be debt free. Um, Another thing that we are also waiting in, at least for me, in my case, is, is for my job, for a promotion, something that could allow a little bit more financial freedom. So there's so many little aspects of life that are so important for us. And God knows them. God knows our, our hearts and where we want to be. But more importantly, he knows what we need. He knows what we need at this moment and he knows what we needed back then and he knows what we will need in the future so that's where my hope relies right and i know i'm going very deep in this but that's part of my waiting journey and yes that's absolutely okay to be to to share that because everybody waits differently exactly and now what what am i doing with this so this is something that i found online and that i wanted to share with our listeners i actually found this blog from this pastor and he's a, a book writer his name is malcolm mclaughlin i don't know if i'm saying his last name correctly I want to say mclaughlin yeah um he wrote this blog about waiting and he's comparing waiting uh with two sides one is the passive waiting and the other side is the active waiting. And it's so interesting because I feel like sometimes we are in the passive waiting where we're always or constantly thinking about ourselves. This is me. This is for me. This is what I want. This is what I want in my timeline. This and is I, what I deserve. This is what I deserve. Exactly. This is what I, I want to. I want this to happen this year or this month or this week. Um or even this day, right? Who knows? But who knows? Who knows? But we're constantly feeding our ourselves by saying, like, this is what I need. This is what I work so hard for. So it's kind of like a selfish attitude. And when you're in that mindset of passive waiting, you become bitter. And you know, this is this shouldn't be surprising for most people, but when you become bitter and you're just like selfishly waiting for something for you to just happen, so angry. I feel like you become yeah, you become angry. But not only that, I feel like your your people, your family, those who live with you or surround you, are gonna suffer with your attitude, and they're probably in the same journey as you are. They're probably waiting for the exact same thing, or maybe for something similar. And by watching you being so bitter and so like frustrated with this whole thing or or this negative attitude they are being affected by this as well for Um, example for example (laughs) for example uh 
Tim and I, we had lived with my mom for some time before Mm -hmm. we moved out and got our house. So while we were in the process of looking for a house and we were like submitting offer letters and so on and so forth, um, that some of those offer letters were declined. I could have responded in a negative way of like, girl, we're never going to get this house and flipping tables, stomping around, lip all poked out, eyebrows all furrowed. That would have affected my mom. Mm -hmm. Now, my mom being the strong, independent woman that she is, she would have snapped me back into place because (laughs) she's like, this is my house and you're not going to do that. And if you're going to be like that, go back to your room and well, not in those exact words, but she's Mm -hmm. like, I'm not going to let your negativity affect me. However, if it's someone who's a little bit different, because we all come from different walks of life, if I would have responded negatively, then she would have felt the hurt Mm. of me responding negatively and I'm lashing out at her. She doesn't deserve that. I know she's waiting for me to get this house. Mm. I wait. We we are both waiting for me to get this house so I can get out so she can have her own place. But at the same time, it's like, that negative energy needs to should we really encourage you to take that negative energy from that waiting in that passive waiting and to turn it into something more positive and flipping it to to active waiting where you're once again surrounded by your support system you tell your support system like hey guys i didn't get this thing i feel bad and it's okay to feel bad but instead of being like i deserve this stomping around and being all huffing puffing mm-hmm. it's like let's let's reframe that okay you didn't get that because maybe that's not what god has planned for you to get just yet or mm-hmm. maybe that's like you didn't get that particular house because there are probably some underlying issues that you as the house viewer did not see and you're being protected mm-hmm. from getting that terrible thing or in a case of like if you're looking for a job, you are being protected from not getting that job because maybe there's something sh- extra shady going on within the business. I, I like that you brought up the scenario with your mom because I as, as you were sharing it with us, I was thinking about my boys and how we're in this journey of just we want to move. We want to be in a place where we can settle down and, and establish roots. And sometimes we get frustrated with things or the life circumstances, but our boys are there. They're, they're watching us. And now our our oldest is old enough to kind of understand sometimes when we're mad, when we're angry, when we're fr- frustrated. We don't want our kids to, to see bitter parents or just angry parents yelling at each other or just in constant argument because life is not just going as they planned, right? And it's, it's like you said, it's the same with your mom and you were living with her. So you want to make sure that uh, you respond in a positive way. So you don't affect those that are surrounded um, or that those that are surrounding you or living with you. So that's so important. And that leads to the next point of this um, of this article that I was reading that, yes, we talk about the passive waiting. But what he recommends as a pastor and as, as obviously a leader in ministry is to be active waiters <laughs> he's like how can you take that energy and make it into positive something positive well he recommends to like you said be involved with a group of people and just actively surround actively help them in their journey as well let's say like you like you just mentioned um you want a house, maybe your friend got a house and your friend is moving. Okay, well, I'm waiting for my house. Let me just go and help my friend who's moving and help them pack, help them with their moving, 
right? That's that's the act of active waiting. And I think it's the same for, for other life circumstances. Let's say I'm, I'm making my, my jewelry or my, my artwork and I'm waiting for the sales or for my followers. But I have a friend who is also kind of in a similar journey and she's posting things and she's asking for help to share, to like, to comment in her post. I will do that as well because she's my friend and I want her to succeed and I want her to be happy. And as I'm waiting for my thing to occur, I'm also going to be active actively helping her so that's what he that's what he's basically emphasizing in this article is to to take that frustration and that anger and instead of being being in that passive waiting just make it into the active waiting so these good habits stretch to all areas of our lives like we said not just the creative parts but also being invested in the community and in other people's lives in the best form of active waiting like karina said um it prepares us as a readiness so that when something doesn't come when something does or does not come along, we are ready in a good mental place to respond mm-hmm. in an appropriate manner. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's basically preparing our minds, preparing our hearts and preparing our soul for it. God knows that. It's like, nope, you're not ready yet, but I'm preparing your heart, I'm preparing your soul, I'm preparing you for what's next. And we don't see it now. And again, as uncomfortable as it is and as as frustrating as it is, he knows better and he knows when we are going to be able to enjoy and fully experience that one thing that we've been waiting for the most. So... That's it. This is the, this is what we prepared for this episode. I know it was a little bit different. It was more like a conversation and we just wanted to share things that occur in the creative process, but also in life in general, because we're all in this together. Yes. So what are you waiting for in your waiting journey? Wow. What are you actively waiting? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Let us know. Thank you for taking the time during your busy day to listen. If you like this episode, share with someone you know or even a complete stranger. You can also give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Your ratings help our show reach more creative individuals such as yourself. If you're not already doing so, follow our podcast on Instagram at the.creativeprocesspod. You can also find our creator pages for myself at amusesteph.com and myself at karina.negron.designs. Feel free to share your creative projects with us. Join us next week for another episode. We hope to see you there.